All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose. They lose 4-3 to three to the Rays on Friday night at the stadium in the 160th game of the season on a night when the Blue Jays won, on a night when the Red Sox won. The Yankees lose to lose a game of ground in the wild card standings. They have a one-game lead now on the first wild card spot, and if you remember, they have to beat the record of both the Red Sox and Blue Jays to host the one-game playoff. Losing the season series to the Red Sox and Blue Jays means they cannot have the same record as them unless they want to go to Fenway Park or they want to go to Rogers Center to play the one game. And with the Mariners losing late night to the Angels, the Mariners' uh, loss means the Yankees will at least play on Monday, if not on Tuesday. They're going to play a 163rd game. The goal is to avoid playing on Monday so you don't have to waste Garrett Cole that day and then play again on Tuesday without Garrett Cole. But in this one on Friday night, the Yankees' offense just didn't show up, and they didn't show up because the Rays' pitching is really fucking good. That's why they have 99 wins. That's why they ran away with the AL East. That's why the Yankees haven't been close to them. You know, there's the there was the dream that maybe they could cut it down to three games going into this final weekend. Good thing that didn't happen because it didn't fucking matter losing on Friday night. But the offense just wasn't there. I mean, one run through the first eight innings, they scored that one run in the first inning, then we're shut down in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth innings. Nestor Cortez was okay. Didn't give the team length, which he never does, but that's sort of what you expect from him. Gave up two runs. The second run was unfortunate. The ball hit right back to him. That runner gets on, is able to come home. And, uh, you know, he, he he had some bad luck on balls in play, but then again, there was some rocket line drives hit right at guys. So it all evened out, but Nestor Cortez left the game trailing two to one. And from there, Aaron Boone couldn't have mismanaged the game worse. And I've said a lot of things about Aaron Boone in four years. I've written a lot of things about him. It's hard to really say he's actively trying to win a postseason berth at this point. The managing on Friday night was possibly the worst of his career. And I feel like I just said that a week ago. But every game, every night, every opportunity to do something worse than he did the game before, he'll fucking take it. He'll take it. And it reminds me of this moment in the show The Office where Stanley just gives it to Michael, uh, uh, summing up how Yankees fans feel about Aaron Boone. And uh, do you have anything to say to me? Oh, yes, I do. You are out of your damn little pea-sized mind. What is wrong with you? Do you have any sense at all? Okay. Do you have any idea how to run an office? Yes. Every day you do something stupider than you did the day before. That's and I think right. there's right. no possible way right. he can All top right. that. Okay. But what do you do? You find a way, damn it, to top it. You are a professional idiot. Hey, stop it! After Nestor Cortez comes out of the game, Aaron Boone goes to Clay Holmes, which was the right move. Clay Holmes has been an elite reliever for the Yankees. He's been their best reliever since becoming a Yankee. They need to win this game. They need to use their best relievers. Whether they're fucking winning or losing by one run, the best relievers need to be in the game. That was the right move. Going to Holmes for the last out of the fifth. After he, you know, lets Torres give up a triple to Kiermaier, who the Yankees can't fucking get out, ever. The guy's a horrible hitter. He's only in the majors because of his gold glove defense. He's on my Keep to the City all animosity team every season as a starting center fielder because all he does is crush the Yankees. All he does is, is, is hit, get big hits against them, drive in big runs. That's all he does. But Clay Holmes comes in 
fifth inning, guy on third, two outs, need to get the out. He comes in and strikes out Randy Rosarena. Great. The top of the six comes, Holmes is back out there because Boone learned his lesson from Fenway Park when he got fucking embarrassed by Alex Cora to remove Clay Holmes for Travis Shaw to bring in Joely Rodriguez and then the Red Sox countered with Jose Iglesias. He was like, hey, I'm a fucking idiot, but I'm not going to get fooled by that move again. So he leaves Clay Holmes in there for a second inning to face Wander Franco, Nelson Cruz, Yandy Diaz. He gets the first two guys out, walks Diaz. Now Boone goes back to the bullpen to bring in Wandy Peralta with a runner on first and one out remaining in the sixth. Peralta comes in, strikes out G-Man Choi. Maybe Peralta could teach Garrett Cole how to strike out G-Man Choi in case Cole has to face him next week. Then they go to the top of the seventh. Yankees didn't score, obviously, in the sixth, so it's still 2-1 in the seventh. Boone lets Wandy Peralta stay in. He strikes out Manuel Margot. He strikes out Joey Wendell. He gives up a single to Francisca Mejia. And then it's Kevin Kiermeyer, who he hits with a pitch because Kevin Kiermeyer has to get on base somehow. Then he goes to Jonathan Loizaga with two on and two out in the seventh inning of a one-run game. Great move again. Jonathan Loizaga is fucking awesome. He walks Randy Rosarena to load the bases, but then he comes back and strikes out Wander Franco on an eight-pitch at-bat because Wander Franco is really fucking good. So... It's the eighth inning. 2-1, the Yankees trail. Top of the eighth, Domingo Herman comes in to replace Jonathan Loizaga. Domingo Herman last pitched on July 31st. Forget the fact that Domingo Herman, scumbag Domingo Herman that is, fucking sucks. Forget that. But then couple in the fact that he has not pitched since July 31st, over two months ago. <laughs> And here he is in a one-run game, pitching in relief, something he does not do. He's a starter for the Yankees. So now you're putting him into a one-run game when he isn't any good, when he hasn't pitched in more than two months, and you're asking him to do a job he doesn't do because he's not a reliever. It's fucking unbelievable that these types of moves are still getting made. It's unbelievable that Aaron Boone has no urgency when the team hasn't wrapped up a postseason berth, when the Red Sox are playing the Nationals and the Blue Jays are playing the Orioles, and there's only going to be two more games left after this game that he's managing in, and they don't have fucking anything clinched, and he's not managing to win. It's fucking unbelievable. Domingo Herman was on the mound for the first time since July 31st. Just what went into that decision to use him in that situation and, and try to get some extra outs out of him? Yeah, just, you know, like like I've been saying every day when asked about him, you know, he's going to be in in some difficult situations. Uh, we got to lean on everyone down there. I thought he came in and threw the ball well. Why is Luis Severino in the bullpen? Michael King. He used Luizaga. He used Holmes. Chapman's just sitting out there, I guess, waiting for me to fucking pitch to a stat. We're still having guys pitch to save opportunities in 2021. The fucking most meaningless stat ever. And he's sitting out there, can't be used until that stat presents itself. So Domingo Herman comes in and pitches a scoreless inning around a, around a Yanni Diaz single. We go to the ninth. The Yankees trail 2-1. to one. If they can hold the Rays here, they will have Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and Joey Gallo up in the bottom of the ninth, where any one of those guys can take a not even a good full swing and tie the game. Hold it at one run in the ninth, and you have a chance with your three, four, five hitters up to tie the game, to possibly win the game, to get yourself in the wild card game. Domingo Herman gets to start the ninth. He strikes out Joey Wendell, then he walks Francisco Mejia. Then... He walks Kevin Kiermeyer, who never gets out against the Yankees. So the Rays have first and second 
with one out against Herman. So Boone says, I've seen enough. Aroldis Chapman's been warming up. Here comes Aroldis Chapman. No. Here does not come Aroldis Chapman. Here comes Albert Abreu. That's right, Albert Abreu. Who was called up to the Yankees on Thursday at 5.05 p.m. Yankees PR Twitter announced that he had been promoted to the Yankees 28-man roster. That means prior to Luke Voigt getting hurt, Albert Abreu, by the organization's evaluation, was not good enough to be on the Major League roster. He did not have a spot on the Major League roster on Thursday. On Friday, he is now good enough to pitch in the biggest situation of the season to date. Hold a one-run lead, protect a one-run lead with two on and one out against the Rays in a game the Yankees need to fucking win. And then why Abreu next? Uh, just, you know, it, between him and Litke, knowing we got to get two outs there and then they probably weren't going to hit for a Rosarena there and, and wanting Franco from the left side just felt like matchup wise, it was good. And, and, and I thought Albert did a good job also of, of, of getting uh, a Rosarena out. And then he puts Franco on the ground there. He just found a hole with it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought he came in and threw the ball. Well, it's unbelievable that he could be brought into this situation. No, no, you don't need to lean on everyone. That's what the season is for. You did that for 159 games leading up to this game. That's why you're fucking buried in the division, eliminated in the division. That's why you're holding on for dear fucking life to a wildcard spot. Because you did that all year. You leaned on everyone all year. And he mentions Licky earlier. Lucas Licky has pitched once in 12 days. You leaned on him all season in high leverage spots. Now he's not fucking good enough to pitch, period. He hasn't pitched since the fucking Indian series. Since then, the Yankees have played the Rangers, they played the Red Sox, they played the Blue Jays, they've now played the Rays. Lucas Lickie hasn't seen the fucking mound once. But here comes Albert Abreu to face the top of the Rays order, the best offense in the American League, the best record in the American League, the number one seed in the American League. There's a guy coming in for the Yankees who wasn't on the fucking team the day before because they thought he wasn't good enough. And what happens? Wander Franco gets to come up and fucking drive in two runs and make it a 4-1 game taking away the chance that maybe Judge or Stanton or Gallo will tie the game or potentially Guy gets on, they win the game with a home run, and I takes that right off the fucking table. It was so predictable. It was so easy to see. This isn't a game where your bullpen's been taxed. It's the middle of the season. You've already won the first two of a series. If you lose it, okay, you go on to the next one. This is a game you have to win. This is a playoff game. This is a playoff game to get into the fucking playoffs, and you're pitching Albert Abreu, who will not be on the postseason roster. He won't. But yet, he is somehow good enough to pitch in this spot, which is essentially a postseason opportunity. So the Rays lead 4-1, to bottom of the ninth. Aaron Judge comes up, grounds out. Then Stanton hits the ball to the outfield, is able to take second, which they called it a double, on a wild throwback in. He runs to third on a defensive indifference. Joey Gallo bunts him in. Gio Rochella singles, Brett Gardner singles. Now all of a sudden, it's 4-3, to and the Yankees have two runners on. 
But Gary Sanchez pinch hits for Kyle Gashioka and strikes out on three pitches. And then Rugnit Odor, who has no business being on the team, hasn't had business being on the team since the first fucking day. But to his credit, the guy never plays. So now you're asking him to get hits in big games against the best team. And Andrew Kittredge is a good pitcher. He didn't look so great for most of the ninth inning, but he comes back and he strikes out Sanchez on three pitches. He strikes out Odor on three pitch, on four pitches, and the Rays win. And now the Yankees are in big fucking trouble. Because while they're guaranteed now a game on at least Monday, that's not fucking good enough. And if they come up and they fucking play like they did on Saturday, on the, the way they did on Friday, then Garrett Cole's going to have to pitch on Sunday. Right now, they're on the brink of needing to use Garrett Cole before the wildcard game. And that's disastrous because they have nowhere to go after that. They're too fucking scared to ever let Luis Severino start or open a game. Nestor Cortez doesn't give you length. And I mean, Nestor Cortez gets a lot of luck with these balls in play that are line drives right at people, diving catches, great plays in the infield. The soft contact wasn't necessarily there on Friday from Nestor Cortez. Then do you trust Jordan Montgomery? Do you trust Corey Kluber? You, You trust Garrett Cole. And right now you don't even really trust him because he hasn't been good since September 1st. And today's October 2nd. And if you need to use him before Tuesday... You're fucked. All this will be for nothing. And it might be for nothing anyway if he doesn't pitch his fucking balls off on Tuesday if they get there. A fucking game the Yankees could have won. Could have given at least themselves a chance to win. And you can say, okay, maybe then the bottom of the ninth doesn't play out the same way if it's only 2-1, to one, fine. But I take my chances with Judge Staten and Gallo up needing one run than I do needing to fucking score three to tie it and four to win it. I really can't believe I'm sitting here on Saturday morning after this loss, talking about this, and after game 160 of Aaron Boone's fourth season, how is this guy still this fucking bad at his job? His job is easy. It's easy to manage the New York Yankees. It's fucking easy. I know because every fucking person I talk to, any person you look at on social media knows what needs to be done and he doesn't do it. And these aren't moves that are like, he put the right guy in, he put Luizaga in, he put Chad Green in, he put whoever in, and, and it blew up in his face. These are moves that are second-guessed the moment they're made. Dominguez Herman shouldn't have pitched in the game. Albert Bertabreu, you shouldn't even be on the fucking team right now, let alone coming into games. But they are. He's leaning on everyone in game 160 without a postseason berth wrapped up. So there's a few things that can happen now. Either the Yankees fuck this up to the point where they have to play on Monday just to play on Tuesday. They fuck it up to the point where they only play on Tuesday, but they're on the road. Or they play on Tuesday and they're home, which is the best outcome they can get. And if none of that happens or they lose out and they don't get past Monday, they don't get past Tuesday, then at least Aaron Boone's going to be fucking gone. Because there's no way any person in the front office, from Brian Cashman to one of his Ivy League colleagues to the ownership, can sit by, watch the decisions this guy makes, watch the moves this guy makes, watch the lying, the bullshit, the exaggeration he talks to the media, and think that he should get a new contract. Because they don't have to fire him. His contract's expiring, they just have to move on from him. And it's such an easy move to do. And it's a move that needs to be done. Barring this team winning the World Series, which right now, it would take a miracle. They'd have to somehow get the wild into the wild card game, either win Monday, skip Monday, win Tuesday, beat the Rays, beat the Astros or the White Sox, go beat the Dodgers or the Giants or the (laughs) It's a fucking miracle if they do that. If they do that, fine, Aaron Boone can stay. But the only way they're ever going to do that is if they out-hit their own manager. Because in tight games, in tough games where his decisions matter, he will fuck it up every single time. Every single time he will fuck it up. 
This guy is incapable of being a major league manager. And the Yankees fucked it up by giving the job. And he is, at, in the biggest moments, he, he shows his true colors. And then he sits there and talks like he's the fucking smartest guy in the room. And everyone asking him the questions after the game is fucking dumb. No, you're fucking dumb, Boone. Because these moves are fucking dumb. And I will not sit through another season with this guy as the fucking manager. I will have to actively root against this team in 2022 if this fuck is back in the dugout making decisions like this. Because all the time the, that I spend watching this game, the time invested in talking about them and writing about them, spending money on them, going to the games to watch them. For what? To watch this guy fucking piss it all away? The Yankees have two games left here. They have to fucking win. Because you cannot count on the Nationals to beat the Red Sox, and you cannot count on the Blue Jays to lose to the Orioles. And getting to Monday, only Monday, and then needing to get to Tuesday, and then needing to get to Thursday? What? How is that the best possible position to succeed? It's not. And the reason they're there is because Boone hasn't put his players or pitchers in the best possible position to succeed all fucking season. So Yankees raise on Saturday afternoon. At 1 o'clock, then again on Sunday afternoon at 3.05, whole league's playing at 3.05 like they always do on the last day of the season. And hey, they'll be there, be there on Monday. Will they be there on Tuesday? I, I don't fucking know at this point. Facing Shane Baz on Saturday. Thanks, Pirates. The Pirates traded Austin Meadows and Tyler Glasnow and a player to be named later for Chris Archer. And that player to be named later is Shane Baz, who in his first two major league starts has been fucking nearly unhittable. And now the and now he's going to face the Yankees, who when they see a guy who's nearly unhittable for the first time, well, they don't get any fucking hits. So thanks to the Pirates for giving them Meadows and Glasnow and Baz for the foreseeable future. That's fun. So Yankees raise on Saturday, one o'clock. I don't know. I, I I don't know what to expect. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.